What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 169 of Ghost of the Night, a paranormal and true crime podcast. Tonight is a very special night. For our Valentine's Day special, we are covering Fred and Rose West, or Rosemary. They are a tandem serial killer, well, just a serial killer group out of, or couple out of the UK. That is what we are hitting tonight, but like we said, it is Valentine's Day, and I hate all you Valentine's Day's people. You're freaking perfect Sorry. love. You're fucking great relationships. Go kiss my ass all the time. I had guys. a lovely dinner with I'll my fuck significant you twice. other. Fuck you. Maybe I'm just bitter. I don't know. I, when you and I can go to dinner, I'm going to go to the same place. You know what I did I on that place. You know what I did on Valentine's Day? Jacked off and cried. No, no. I sat on the couch in my underwear watching rom-coms and crying. And eating. that's what's up. That's what I did. But that's what's up. I'm just playing. I didn't no, do that. Not. I didn't do that. No, you're not. I didn't watch rom-coms, damn it. <laughs> what do you think I am? No, I mean, but, I love a good rom-com. Oh, I have a few. I've, I got a few that I watch. But it's Valentine's Day, and this story is about love. Fred and Rosemary is about hmm. love. Hmm. I mean, because they are a serial killer couple. I mean, the old saying goes, a family that murders together stays together. At least until the lethal, lethal injection or suicide. One of the two. But before, Something like that. Before we get started, how was your Valentine's Day? My Valentine's Day was lovely. Thank you for asking. I uh, I worked, and then I got off work, and then I went to my significant other's house for a little while, and then um, I went home, got ready. She came to the house in a lovely dress. A lovely dress. Yes. All decked out. Yeah. And you were in sweatpants and a hoodie. No, I wore, uh, <laughs> I, wore I think, these pants or khakis. Khakis. A nice, like, burgundy... Uh, polo sweater some vans we went to matt the miller's tavern had a lovely pork thing i think it was a tenderloin i don't remember with some mashed potatoes some asparagus had a a fucking bang and roast uh what was it smoked chicken poblano dip that shit was good as fuck was it now yeah i felt like a dick i had to tell the guy like i was like hey because i'd it was the day after the Super Bowl. I wasn't drinking, and it was Valentine's Day. I was I had to be a dick and tell the guy, like, "Hey, man, not to be a pain in the ball sack, but uh, I think your 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 Sprite is out of scissor. Oh, I it's not that. quite. Yeah, it just that, tastes like carb. carbonated water. Oh, it's horrible. But yeah, I got. And Sprite's the worst because you can't tell. Like if you, it Coke, just tastes Pepsi, like carbonated water. Yeah, but until you, you can taste tell. it. Like if you, you, you it tastes like shitty tonic. Like at uh, the gas station or UDF or whatever mm-hmm. here in Ohio, we use UDF. You can tell it's real light. You're like, oh shit, damn it! But Sprite's clear anyway. You can't, you yeah. can't really see it's out of syrup. Yeah, and she got me a bunch of candies, and she got me a little puzzle thing. Uh, she does sometimes. She's at work right now. Yes, every now um, and then you'll see her pop in. She watches sometimes, yeah. But uh, she got me a little puzzle thing because she knows I'm a nerd. I like stuff like that. She actually had already solved it, yeah. so she mixed it up real quick before after I pulled it out, mm-hmm. and then she gave me this like ceramic mushroom. With hearts on it instead of spots, and it says TNA first Valentine's Day, and on the other side she wrote, "Tits I and have ass s- first Valentine's." You got huh? Tits and ass? What? That's our initials, jackass. Oh. You know her, I know. You, <laughs> but on t- the other TNA, side, she, somebody says TNA to me. I'm thinking tits and ass. Super cute. The other side she wrote, 
there's so much room in my heart for you. Oh, how fucking cute. And she got me like a bunch of candy and a little like forever, like not real rose that's in. Now, it's actually kind of cute. It's got a little white teddy bear on it, and she put it in the the commemorative wine bottle from uh, my roommate's wedding that I have in my room. Mm -hmm. It's got their picture on it and stuff like that. Well, this is sucks. And then I got her... uh, why don't you I got kick her me some... in the nuts a little bit more, you motherfucker? <laughs> hey, it's not my fault. I got her some more metal-less earrings because she's allergic to most of the metals they make uh, jewelry out of. And what she really liked is I got her this little keychain. It's a little rose gold keychain, mm-hmm. and it's got it's a Spotify keychain, and it's got a Spotify code so she can scan it with her phone or anybody can scan it, and it plays one of our songs. Pretty cute. God, you guys are far. I'm getting a sugar high right here. <laughs> yeah. And then we went home and watched the new episode of Euphoria. You start watching it? I started watching that last night. Dude, it's a I'm, good show. It's it's, it's literally it is up. literally a fucking like a, a a blueprint for how kids should never be. Well, I've heard it was horrible. You know, you had like be, it's horrible in that being like, a parent. Yeah, oh yeah, being yeah. a parent. It, I'm not a parent, and but, even I'm like I want to like just put I give you one across the mouth. And uh, the first we'll get to uh, Fred and Rosen here in a minute, but. I started watching last night because I've heard some things about it. I'm like, okay, I'll watch it. So I watched the first episode. I watched the first two episodes of the first season, you know, the pilot and then the second one. I was like, okay, I can, yeah, this is rough. You know, as a parent, you're like, oh, these fucking kids. It would make you not want to have kids. Dude, it just gets worse. And uh, Like literally every character, every character in that show, even the ones that I liked in mm -hmm. the beginning, over the course of the show, I'm like, oh, so you're a trash bag. You're a fucking trash bag. You're a fucking trash bag. Even the good ones, like at the point where I'm at, like I'm up to date. Right. And even the ones that are still like okay are still fucking trash bags in right. some way. And, you know, but as I, after I went to, you know, I watched the second one, I said, I don't, I don't want, I got to work tomorrow, so I'm not going to fucking binge this for, you know, eight hours till four o'clock in the morning. I started, I was laying in bed thinking about it. I was like, you know what? There's not much difference from when I was in school. Kids still acted that way. We did that. Maybe the drugs were a little different, maybe, but they're still, you know, we still had all the same. Hey, shit. fuck you, Gregory. It's my first <laughs> Valentine's Day with with my girlfriend. Like, thank yeah, you. We actually thank you, Greg. Well, I'm not usually like a big Valentine's Day guy. I'm not either. But it's fuck our first shit. one. Fuck that shit. And from what she told me, she's never really experienced like a go out and do something Valentine's Day. So I was like, yeah, we're. I mean, I have to work, but we're. I'm at least going to take you to dinner, like but, somewhere kind of nice. You know what I mean? Right. I was. uh but what I was thinking about is like it's not much that much different from when I was a kid. You know, you still had the same things. There was sex going on. There was some sort of drugs. There was alcohol. The only difference was the social media. We didn't. I didn't have to deal with the fucking internet. Yeah. So, but my first thought I was like, oh my god, and I have two daughters. I hate the that are adults now. One. That are adults now, and I was like, oh fuck. Well, you know. But you know, one's well, kind of an adult. Well, the other just, one's still she graduated. A kid. What she's nineteen. She you know she yeah, graduated. She's, I mean, she's legally kind of an adult. adult, but she's still a kid. Hey, I'm not. I'm not liable. But then, you know, I was like, oh, did did my daughters go through this? Did, were they doing this? And I'm that blind. I'm like, nah, maybe. But I, I mean, every kid like does. Uh, but I'm. <laughs> But I've always been the type that, you know, somebody, you know, if you said to me, well, you know, trying to get to me by saying something about my daughter's sex life, it never bothered me. I know they were hitting it because I know what I was doing when I was, you know, 15, 16, 17. Right. I mean, I'm a realist. Well, I mean, I wasn't. I was a 
fucking weirdo. Well, yeah. Well, some things never change. But, yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yep. All right, so. What ethnicity is who? My my girlfriend? My girlfriend is Caucasian. She is white. Yes. Was well, that not allowed? What difference not is allowed to <laughs> Fucking race traitors. <laughs> You're only allowed to go date half Can you imagine Asian. if that was still a thing? Half like we, her and I are sitting there watching or eating dinner together, enjoying each other's company and exchanging little gifts and shit. And like some old man just like walks by and just <laughs> right in my fucking plate. Just a big fucking. Well, we covered this last week. You not even to... the good stuff. Not even grizzly spit. It's like fucking. What's that? Timberwolf. The real cheap shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we covered it last week. You're fine as long as you got your glasses on. Oh, yeah. I said that again the other day, and I was like, man, blah, 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 blah. And I did it, and the the two people out there with me were like, holy shit, you do look more Asian. I was like, I fucking told you. They're magnifying glasses on my face. All right. We're going to get started here. Uh, Travis is going to take the role on this one, but I'll kind of give you a, a brief heads up on what this is all about. This is Fred and Rose West, or Rosemary. Uh, they are killers, serial killers out of the UK. They kind of bounce, I guess, from Scotland to London type area. But this covers the gambit. We have rape. We have incest. We have murder. We have pedophilia on all kinds of fucking levels. Mm-hmm. This is not for the faint of heart. So parental, if your little kitties are listening to this, tell them to go to bed. Of course, the kids shouldn't be listening to this shit anyway. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, probably not. We're not we're not role models. I'm not Charles Barkley. All right, so Travis is going to enlighten us with this beautiful love story. Yeah, Sarcasm. that's what we're doing. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, get the uh, ball started. Hold on, what was I about to do? Fuck, what was Wait, I? Fuck, do? I don't know. Doesn't do something. I'm not a psychic. I can't read minds. I'm oh, I was going to open the live stream on my phone. Oh, duh. I don't have to now because I can see that with our new setup. She's Jewish. She's not Jewish. What the fuck? <laughs> she may be. I don't know. I mean, she was raised Catholic. We don't see that kind of issue I don't here. see religion because nobody sees religion. Here at Ghosts of the Night, we are all accepting except for couples. So this is your last episode. If you're in a relationship, fuck you. I don't want to deal with you. It's not my fault you're forever alone. Well, I'm old because that young lady we were talking to Sunday. Yeah. Guessing my age. We're never playing that game again. I don't even remember what she said. 50 fucking three. <laughs> that's, I mean. Bitch. That's not like. You ho. That's not like drastically off, though. I th- she said, well, the beard. It's less than 10 years. So the beard's coming off. Fuck it. I'm shaving. Who is this guy? His beard is weird. All right. Anyway. Okay. Get to start. Fred and Rose. Again. Uh, trigger warning. This one gets a little fucked up. That's an understatement. That being said, shall we? Proceed. This eve, we speak of Fred and Rosemary West, or Rose, I guess. Who fucking cares? She's a piece of shit. So, we start with, this all starts with Fred West. Now... Frederick Walter Stephen West was born on the 29th of September, 1941, at Brickerton Cottage, Much Markle, Herefordshire, Herefordshire, I don't know, our English fucking listeners can comment in our comment section and tell us how to say all this shit, Yes. to Walter West and Daisy Hill, he was the first surviving child of that couple, um, in 1946, their family relocated to Moorcourt Cottage. Uh, 
Um, so, oh, Moore Court Cottage at Moore Court Farm. The Brits, they're very yeah. They name individual buildings apparently. Hey. Uh, and while they were there, Fred's father worked as a milking herdsman and a harvest hand. They uh, ended up having eight children by 1951, only six of whom survived. But Fred was always his mom's favorite. He He's a bit of a, a mama's boy, if you will. Yes. Or, well, was. Um, and all of the all the West kids were expected to do daily chores. And they also did seasonal shit to help out with uh, money. Like, they picked uh, hops and strawberries, and they also harvested wheat and hunted rabbits. Fun, fun. Oh, speaking of growing, I want to make a reel. I need the video of me taking that shot straight from the bottle because I found this uh, fucking... Hold on. I'll even play it. I found a sound on Instagram that has to go with that video. Okay. It's amazing. It's a good pause point. We're not into anything crazy yet. We got all night. Fuck this shit. Well, I sent a message to Tyler. I don't know where he is. He was like, oh, I'm excited. I'm off work. I'll be able to watch. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I need... Hold on. Pause this. Let me just close this. And... I need that video so that I can layer this audio over it. That's not it. <laughs> is this it? Fuck. That's not it. Where is it? Hold on. Captivating fucking podcast. Hold on. Hold on. Well, all these are ones I want to make out of you. Morning fuckers. <laughs> I feel like you'd be funnier. Morning fuckers. Nope. Wait. I'll go back real, real, real bad with spicy diarrhea. That's not it. I've got school. That's not it. That one's horrible. I need that video for that audio. I'll tell you what. Right? It's fucking perfect. I will. Uh, hold on. I know right where it's at. It's not on my phone. Oh, it's on. Okay, sorry about that, everybody. Fuck you, phone. Let's see. Okay, sorry about that little sidebar. That's okay. That's what we do. Where was I? Okay. Uh, Chores. Okay, so uh, back to Frederick. Young Frederick. Fredrina. Um, Fred's peers remembered him as being, like, kind of dumb and scruffy looking, and he was a troublemaker, but he did have an aptitude for art and woodworking, while... On top of that, he remained to be barely literate, which, not trying to be judgmental, but if you look at the picture, not that shocking. Just saying. Yeah, he's not an attractive man by Did any He stretch. literally, he looks like the dad from uh, the Brady Bunch had a baby with, like, John C. Riley. Oh, that is very good. Or yes. even better, the dad from Brady Bunch had a baby with, um, what was that guy's name? Fuck, they called him the governor. He was in a lot of he was in Guy Ritchie movies. Like he played the one head honcho guy in Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Mm-hmm. The one, Jew boys, don't bring me them guns. I'll have you. Anyway, I will be putting that video in the sink for you. Excellent. Um, so back in the saddle again. I haven't made that one in a while. No. So Fred left school at the age of fifteen in nineteen sixty six. Fifty six. Hmm. Uh, and around his mid to late teens, he says that his he claims his mother and father introduced sex to him at age twelve. 
by engaging in sexual acts with animals in his nice. early teens. Oh, I forgot to mention bestiality. Yes. Like, uh, supposedly his dad, like, showed him techniques of how to, like, use your boots and shit to, like, hold sheep's legs together so they couldn't escape your your love gun, if you will. Oh, it's great. Now I have to write Gene Simmons a check. Fuck Gene Simmons. I'm so sick of that shit. I said OJ first. I did the devil horns first. I was the first Kardashian. Look at how plastic my face is. I totally don't have a fake hair. No. Mm-hmm. Okay, Gene. Anyway. So yeah, sexual acts with animals in his early teens. Always a fucking good start. Oh. Welcome back. Welcome back. A researcher is You're in for a fucking good one. Our Valentine's special is fucked. You already missed the bestiality introduction. Don't worry. We still have plenty of rape. Yeah, we got plenty of good shit coming. So, so, like I said, sexual acts with animals in his teens because of his dad. And he also uh, said that his views on incest stemmed from his father basically raping his sisters when they were all children. Mm, Nice. Supposedly, now I say supposedly, Doug, Fred's younger brother, later said, dismissed all these claims and said that um, Fred basically fantasized these facts and they were not fact. Really? I have yet to see any evidence one way or the other, but I believe it. I believe, I mean, honestly, either of them is believable at this point with this fucking asshole. Yeah. So, hi, Chalupa. Keep going into his teenage years, into his later teenage years, Fred became known around town for aggressively pestering women in his adolescence, and he looked at them as objects and sources of pleasure to be used as he pleased. I do have a question, though. I don't think you covered this while I was doing that. Um, now, was there? I've heard two different stories about him and his mother. Did you hear anything about him and his mother? That's what I heard. I didn't have, find anything that substantiated. And then I heard he denied it later on. I heard that I heard something about his dad said he was pretty much expected to fuck his mom by the time he was seventeen. Yeah, so the, or the, to start fucking his mom, like I assume regularly. So I mean, that's I never saw anything to substantiate nor discredit that. Right. So I don't know. But if I'm a bet man, but walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, he might have been. And if it fucks its mom like a duck. Laying, a, laying the hammer to his mom. Well, <laughs> the but, old meat hammer. Yes. So I don't know. Okay. Sorry. Continue. I'm really fucking up with this microphone tonight. <clears throat> and my voice is kind of fucked up. It's okay. So the few women who actually fell for uh, Fred's bullshit found themselves unsatisfied with his performance. No shit, Cheryl. You fucking think? The guy that just walks around groping women like, hey, hello, honey. You want to ride on me pogo stick? Oi, oi, oi. You think that guy's going to be just out here just what? super soaker in the walls with your fucking sideways British vagina? He's not going to be slaying good. There dude. are sideways. Right? No, that's Asian women. Oh, you racist motherfucker. I'm allowed to say that. British women's are diagonal. What? I don't think this is. That's factually accurate. I don't think so. That's genetics. I don't think so. I'm going to have to call bullshit. Hmm? Yeah. We 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 do nothing. We spread the truth here. We don't partake in this false shit. Biden's a good president. Like I said, we don't partake in that false shit. That's the truth. There hasn't been a good president since. There's there hasn't been a, there's never been a good president. 
having one person in charge, anyway, there's always going to be some level of corruption. It's just facts. Mm-hmm. I'm not complaining. I'm not saying we need to fucking go anarchy. Fuck that too. I I'm said, just saying let it burn. let's not fucking let's not you know don't piss on me and tell me it's raining when well, one person's in charge. Fucked up shit's gonna well, happen. I, I just know one thing. I'm pretty sure the lovely, wonderful watch viewers and listeners of this podcast from Great Britain do not have diagonal vaginas. Let us know in the comments down below. Better yet, send pictures. GITM podcast. That's at, weird. At gmail.com. All right, Fred. <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, apparently Fred was a was a bad lay. You did. Is anybody fucking surprised by this fact? Raise your hand if you're surprised by this fact. No. Chalupa? No. Chalupa's got four of them bitches. All, all of them are on the ground. So, anyway, just after Fred's 17th birthday, he bought a motorcycle, and he crashed it, and he fractured his skull and broke an arm and a leg, which left him unconscious for seven days, and he ended up waking up, and he was much more prone to fits of rage, which, if there's a god... He fumbled his paperwork on this one because that's when this fucking sack of dildos was supposed to die. Yes, but this does, I don't want to say it answers a lot of questions, but head trauma is fucking serious. There's another head trauma coming. People who receive head trauma, they change. Now, he was fucked up to begin with. He had no chance from jump anyway. Yeah, his dad was raping his sisters and and allegedly he may or may not have been or been expected to fuck his mom. And And I would assume, judging what he looks like, there's no way that two attractive people made that. And let's be honest, if you're in the, if your dad's teaching you how to fuck sheep, the birds and the bees by fucking sheep, you know, odds are you're going to be fucked up. But the head trauma, because there are many cases like Sam Kennison. Yeah. His brother says he was actually a normal guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Before he had trauma. Roseanne Barr, another one. Yeah. Completely different person. I wonder what happened to me. That's a good question. I've always been kind of fucked up for real. Maybe I need a head trauma. It makes it way easier to deal with shit. People yeah. are like, I say all the time, if I went to the doctor and they're like, you've got stage four brain cancer, I would crack up. Like, how well how else am I going to fucking react to that? I'd be like, okay. <laughs> hmm. oh, uh, I thought I was dehydrated. Goddamn, fuck you, Doc. I'm out of here. No, I shouldn't have came to this. You know I'm not paying you, right? What are you going to do about it? <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> Send it to the bill collector, bitch. Exactly. So, so uh, yeah, that that's, uh, that he should have fucking just died right there. Yes. Fucking bullshit. But Goddamn we would have had karma fucking. We would have had nothing to talk about tonight, so. Fair enough. Well, we'd have, we would. I'm sure we would have found something. I got another one from way, like not across the pond, across the world that I want to do. An Australian one. Pretty interesting. Okay. It's, it's kind of hilarious. Did his dad, is it a male or female? No, it, it's a female. So did his. It's kind of hilarious. Like parts of it are funny as fuck. It's, her, it's grim, but. Did her mom uh, teach her about sex? By I don't know. I, did, I don't know anything about the ch- early childhood of that person yet. I, I plan on diving into well, that because no I'm can- just going to start taking notes on shit if there's and just no, have them ready to go. If there's no kangaroo, fuck it. I don't want to cover it. Kangaroos are fucked. Kangaroos oh. drown people. Oh, they're fucking evil, little sadistic, not even little, big sadistic. Yeah, they have, fucking, they have bigger biceps than fucking Mark Henry. And they're our height, if not bigger. Depending on the species. Yes. Okay. But yeah, have you ever seen that picture of the, the kangaroo that's just like sitting like 
shoulder deep in water. Apparently, when they feel threatened, if they're by a body of water, they'll just go into it and like see if like try to coax whatever it is into the water so they can grab it and drown it. Bitch. Yeah. Well, cocksuckers, aren't they? Yeah. I ever tell you about otters? Otters are fucked up too. Otters have been uh, known to kill baby seals so that they can then have sex with them. Look it up. Episode one seventy. Oh, fucked up animal facts. <laughs> Maybe next shit show. There's a lot of homosexuality in the animal world. We're 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 gonna do a a, a shit show next couple episodes. I think maybe that that'll be instead of crazy laws, we'll do animal fun facts. It would be interesting. Yes, right mm. up your alley. I mean, pretty much anything anything that has any type of scientific backing of any sort yes. or historical. Still stuck on that Viking shit. Watched a whole like twenty minute video about Valkyries. It was really interesting. I really like the guy. He speaks perfect English, but he's is Norwe- Norwegian of from his lineage is Norwegian, and he lives in Norway now. So he'll be like, "Yeah, so I was, you know, thinking of making a video, and I was really decided. I was sitting there reading the Ufdun. I love when people speak in the norm, like normal as fuck English, but then they say ethnic words." With the accent. Like when you're watching TV and the guy's like, yeah, I was playing backgammon with Bill down the street. And he said, he said, hey to me, Carlos. I said, yeah, Bill, what's up? He said, hey, do you want to go get some tortillas? I said, yeah, Bill, I'm going to go. I'm going to check the mail. I'm going to get my new Skechers that I have on hold at Kohl's because the wife and I are going to Outback this weekend. And then we can go get some tortillas or some barbacoa. You know, speaking of, you know, head trauma. <laughs> You know, with go Fred, on with Fred and his head trauma. You know, and I said I need a head trauma. My luck, I'd get that. What's that disease with head trauma or where uh, you, CTE, chronic traumatic, chronic traumatic encephalopathy or some shit? Where you, when you wake up, you speak a different. You like? Oh yeah, or like those people that can't wake up and they're like fucking they speak, genius mathematicians. Or, no, mine, there's a, there's some people that will get a head trauma and they'll speak in an accent yeah. like Spanish. Or not even that. I I read one article about a girl like I think she was a white chick and she went into a coma and she came out speaking fucking Mandarin. But my luck, I you know I get a head trauma and have an Asian accent. We just get canceled, but we would have a fun time. I'd vouch, I'd vouch for you. I'd give you the stamp of the Asian community. I'd be like, that's okay. He's one of ours. All right, continue. Maybe you'd be maybe. like a fortune cookie. It's an Asian thing, but it's made in America. Hmm. There you go. Funny as fuck. Japanese recipe. Make them in Chicago, and they sell them in fucking Chinese restaurants. New nickname. I'm Phil the Fortune Cookie. The Phil old the Filchin Cookie. The old flat Phil, Felching Cookie. <laughs> the old. Stale. You know what felching is, right? No. What? No, it's... it's when people put gerbils in each other's butts. Is that what that's really? Yeah. I thought it was just called Richard Gearing. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Felchard gear? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I can't make anything out of that one. Okay, anyway. <laughs> um. So, again, Fred, uh, 17th birthday, motorcycle crash. Unconscious seven days, fractured skull, should have died. Probably would have been better off if you died. Wish you would have died. Hope if I hope you come back to life and you fucking die again. So anyway, two years later, Fred got another head injury because he was he he was at uh what city was this? Um, he was at 
the Leadbury, a Leadbury Youth Club, and he was on the fire escape with a young lady, and he groped her, so she punched him in the fucking head, and he fell down two two floors. Hmm. Good for you. Wish you would have died again. Would have been better off. Maybe he should fucking wear one of them bicycle helmets. Maybe he should just get his dick chopped off and be locked in a room for the rest of his life. Yes, that's at, true. Already, at 17. He probably, he really already deserves this. So, yeah, she punched his ass and he fell two stories. And he got fucking, his ass kicked. Yeah, and he got another head injury. Right. He got his ass kicked by a woman. Yeah. Fucking pussy. One punch, too. Well, this is a well. He, we, we're going to get further into this. He was a pussy. It gets worse. It gets worse. It gets way worse. So, um, he was a lover, not a fighter. Yeah, like, but like, why did you just punch him in the face? Like, in, why didn't you punch him in the face? A over some type of a punji stick, like the Vietnam War or something. You know those bamboo sticks with shit on the end of them. Uh-huh. Or my other idea is give him the Bruce Lee one inch punch in the chest. Or even better, the uh, five point. Palm exploding heart technique from Kill Bill. When she and he just, I don't think that's a thing. We're gonna find out. I think that's like your diagonal vaginas. You're making shit up. You heard it here first, folks. We are not only a podcast for funnies and paranormals and true crimes. We're also we're not the heroes the internet needs. We're the heroes the internet deserves. We're the Batman and Robin of YouTube and Instagram. Scatman and Throbin. <laughs> Continue, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that one was off the top of the head. Anyway, so, um, moving on. In June, the summer of 1961, Fred's 13-year-old sister, Kitty, told their mother that Fred had been raping her since the previous December and that she was now pregnant with his child. That's gross. Fuck you. I'm assu- if there's a hell, I'm assuming you're there. Go fuck yourself, Fred. You weird-looking, curly-headed fuck. He did. He looked like... A rump. He looked like Ted Bundy if Ted Bundy was like a fucking Neanderthal. Yeah, a little bit more forehead than Ted. Yeah. With, and with a Michael Strahan gap in his teeth. Yes. Even Strahan's... He sounded like he whistled when he talked. Or he looked like he whistled when he talked. Hmm. Apparently he had a very uh, noticeable accent because of the area he was from. Everybody called him a country bumpkin, if you will. Well, that's just racist. Which that's, that's better than he deserves. Well, who would have... Like, oh, no, this guy's... This bloke's a country bumpkin. You're a limey fucking twat. Go fuck yourself. I mean, he's poor white trash. He's American white trash. Yeah, he kind of... Yeah, he would have fit in perfectly. I did not think the UK had white trash. I want to know if his hair was naturally like that or if he paid to have it permed. I love that perms are in again. Are they really? Well, the the fade on the sides with the perm on the top. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can't do it. I don't have enough hair on top. Like that guy that I was apparently insulted his mother the other night when I literally wasn't speaking to him. He was, he was all riled up. So was I. And then his friend comes out and something nowhere. That, Did you see something about his mom? Who the fuck are you? I don't even know this asshole's name. Who the fuck are you oh, coming you out of left Lurch? field? Yeah. Fuck Lurch. Hey, bitch, I'll kick you in the knee and fuck you up. <sighs> see something about my mom. No, actually, I said bye to the guy sitting right there. 
by mom. I can see it. I, I, I yeah. Can see it. Hey, Mike, me. have a good one. Nice seeing you. Fuck your mom. I mean, they're basically interchangeable. Right. Tomato, tomato. Drunkenese, you know, they hear shit. Tomato, artichoke. You know, same, same. Oh, fuck them. Anyway, so yeah, uh, in 1961, Fred gets accused by his 13-year-old sister Kitty of raping and impregnating him. That's fucking disgusting. What a piece of shit. It gets worse, believe it or not. Um, Pedophilia and incest, all in one. Yeah, so that month, uh, Fred got arrested and admitted freely to molesting young girls since his early teens. And he actually, when he was in custody of the police. He actually asked him, he said, doesn't everybody do it? What the fuck? Well, is it really bad if everybody's doing it? That's besides what the fuck kind of question is that? I don't give a shit how many brain injuries you have or how fucked up your childhood is. is, is, I'm pretty sure that you know that everybody doesn't molest kids. I feel like that's pretty obvious. There's not just people walking around just not everybody grabbing little kids' asses like, ooh, look at that thick one. It's not how the world works, Fred. Fucking idiot. But Especially just to play devil's advocate. You're, you want to play devil's advocate <laughs> on this one? Well, I'm just that respon- play devil's advocate on fucking on fucking your 13 year old sister. Go ahead. Bear with me. Just roll with me on this. I'm not justifying. I'm just saying. There's a reason why that fucking sign is over him and not me. Yeah, you're creepy clown over you. Anyway, no, that, but his response to that, doesn't everybody kind of actually in a sick kind of perverted way makes sense with how he was brought. Yeah, I mean, I'll, give, I'll give you that, like with his, with his upbringing and shit, because they, and they were very secluded. Like his parents, he wasn't out there like right. fraternizing with a lot of kids in his young. That was years. all he knew. So I can see why he would say, "Yeah, that. But, I mean, still, right. I, I can't wrap my head around actually thinking that." But like, I can see how this yes, fucking but, psychopath. But you're a little bit normal, more normal than Fred. Just, just a wee tad bit, an untiny bit. Don't forget to like and share the live stream. Um. Yes. So hold on, I I will do that right. Look. And subscribe while you're at it. Dun, dun. Oh, I got to move that since God we, damn it. Since we re- rechanged everything. Motherfucker. Oh, well. Yes, by all means, share this to everybody. Make everybody watch it right now. Yes. So. Where are we? <laughs> I know where I am. But, like, it, it, I still can't get it. Everybody does it, right? Like, what the fuck? It's not like smoking weed, dude. Like... <laughs> You say that when you get caught smoking a joint or like drinking a beer when you're 17, not like you go to school and you're like, Hey Fred, I heard you got arrested. That's Nardog, bro. What's What'd you do? Did you get caught with some fucking, some super stinky skunk weed? No, nah, man, just normal shit. You know, I was fucking my 13 year old sister and put a baby in her. High five, Tommy. Oh, I'm clipping and they'd be that like, out. What? No, I'm clipping that out just for you. Every time you say something stupid, I'm like, when I, we get the soundboard, I'm gonna play it. It's all it's all within context. We don't need context. But like, if you think that uh, like that's how he, that seems like that's how nonchalant he is, right? It's like like he went to the pub after that, and he was like, "Fuck yeah, mate! I did my first overnighter for well, fucking me sister." Well, it's not cheating if everybody's cheating in his mind. <sighs> it's something. So, uh. So Fred was tried on November 9th of that year, 
But that trial just completely fell apart and nothing happened it, with it because his sister refused to testify. And his mom, even though she was supposedly claimed to be disgusted by his actions, was prepared to testify in his defense in this trial. There's another one I need a fucking explanation on. Fuck you. I don't give a shit. I understand. I'm not a parent, but I understand the parent-child connection and all that shit. You'll die for your kids, all that stuff. When your kid is accused of fucking any child, let alone his sister, and allegedly impregnating that child who is his sister, fuck you. You go up on that stand and you go, no, fuck that little kid. He needs something that clearly I can't give him. Or I can't teach him, so lock him up. Fuck it. We're better off without him. I can't justify that decision. I can see both sides of it. I mean, if it's... If anything, I could... The only thing I could see, and I'm not even saying I could get behind it. The only thing I could see would be refusing to testify. But not... I couldn't see testifying in his defense. I mean... Because then you're clearly just lying. I can see showing support, but not justifying the actions like what, you know you, what I'm like where they bring him into the courtroom and they're like fred west he is on trial for the rape and conception of his 13 year old sister and his mom's just back there like yay freddy hello darling you made the papers you look amazing in your cummerbund no i mean i can i can see a parent depending on i mean even depending like on, I said, the only way no, I, the only thing i can rationalize is just not testifying i mean not agree, not liking what they did, but it's still your child, and you still yeah. At that point, you, you know, just don't testify. You don't you don't go out yeah. here because by lying for him, they're they're, they're he's going to be like, well, I guess this is okay with mom, right? That's yeah. not how that works. That doesn't work very well, does it? Does it, Nay? So uh, after this, most of his fu- family subsequently hated the fuck out of him. Rightfully, good so. call, good call, West family. Um. Even though he, actually, <laughs> this happened in 1961, he reconciled with his parents in 1962. They really thought that one over for a while. They really mulled this whole situation over. Before you know, I'm gonna change my response on that. If I had a son that, if I had a son that got my daughter, his sister pregnant, he's got an ass whoop coming. Oh, I, yeah. I don't think the cops would have to. I'd take care of it. Oh yeah, that sheepy I, that yeah. sheepy was fucking for three years is getting shoved up his asshole. Yeah, I mean that's the whole thing. Yeah, now that I think about it, this is gonna hurt me. I'd be son. This is gonna hurt me a lot more, and it's gonna hurt you. That's a lie, fucker. You're getting. Yeah, I'm gonna enjoy this one. <laughs> yes, I'm going to enjoy this because you deserve no. you deserve this. Like I'm like I'm not one to say that kids don't deserve to be beat, but like somebody should have whooped his fucking ass. Yes, on behalf of that 13 year old girl. Yes. Moving on. We move on now to Catherine Rena Costello, his first wife. Any relation to Phil Costello? Wasn't that that singer from the... Elvis Costello. Elvis Costello. Close. Where did I get Phil? Uh, Besides my name. Was there there Phil Castellano in one of the mobster movies? Yes, that's what it was. Or an actor or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Fred and Catherine Bernadette Costello, they had dated uh, for a couple months before they ended up meeting again um, when she, I think she was 16, yes. and she returned to Scotland in 1960. 
They were then uh, married in Ledbury on November 17th later on when they re when they remet each other. And uh, so Rena was pregnant by an Asian taxi driver who, by, by all the research that I did, I believe was Pakistani, when she married Fred. So um, the couple, uh, they lived, they went, after they got together, they lived in Fred's aunt's house for a while, and then they moved to uh, Coat Bridge, where he was an ice cream truck driver. That's a fan-fucking-tastic idea. Let's make this guy a fucking ice cream truck driver. He's already had allegations of molestation, rape, and all that shit against a child. What do we want him to do? Serve fucking SpongeBob ice creams with gumball eyes. Great idea, guys. What's going on? Oh, I just, I, I was way behind. I didn't know if, uh, maybe the live stream is all jacked up. I don't know. I don't know. You might, oh, you might be off. Check it, it. Click it. You might have to, like, zoom or jump ahead to get live. Uh, that's why I backed out and got back in. No, we're, um, we're about normal delay. So, yeah, he marries a uh, fucking a kid again, basically. And then she's already knocked up by a Pakistani cab driver or bus driver, one of the two. I, I saw both. Um, and he became an ice cream truck man. This is all going down a fan-fucking-tastic road, let me tell you. Yes. we're heading, Moving on. We're heading down into some murky waters. So, Rena's daughter, Charmaine, was born March 1963, and to explain why quote-unquote, their daughter was mixed and not straight-up white. They said that Reno had a miscarriage and that they adopted uh, Charmaine. So let's talk about that one for a second. So this fucking girl goes from being nine months pregnant to having a miscarriage to coming home from the hospital, saying she has a miscarriage, but when she comes home from the hospital, they already have an adopted child. Yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but don't couples that have trouble conceiving and all of our lovely gay and LGBTQ plus community couples take, doesn't it take them fucking years to get a child through adoption and years of heartache and hardship? Well, but these fucking assholes, nobody questions that they're like, I'm going to the hospital, I'm ready to pop. <laughs> well, and then what, like three or four days later, they come back and she's like, I had me a miscarriage, but I got this one adopted. Well, I don't know, what, what is it, 61, 62? 63. 63. I mean, I don't know what it was like back then. I mean, it might have been a little easier. I don't know. It very well could have been easier, plus easier in the UK. I don't know. UK listeners, email us. I mean, it was the boomer era. Maybe they're just throwing kids. You want one? Hey, you go, love. Throwing out babies. Like I would think it'd be a little bit. It's, I know now it's really difficult, but. Yeah, like, they're maybe, throwing, like, in the 60s, they were just throwing babies out of the back of a truck like Frank Lewis was throwing out turkeys on maybe Thanksgiving. Maybe much less red tape back then. I don't know. Watch American Gangster. Great movie. Um, Damn, you're just having all kinds of problems. I right am. Now. Fuck. So anyway, let's keep it moving. Shortly after this fake-ass adoption bullshit shit show, the couple moved to Savoy Street in the Bridgeton district of Glasgow, which that's in Scotland. 
for those of you who don't know. I believe that's the birthplace of Craig Ferguson. Craig Ferguson? Yes. I got kicked off like that TV. Um, so in June 1964, Rena and Fred had their daughter, Anna Marie. So they had another one a year later. Yeah, they're efficient over there, apparently. You've got childbirthing wide hips, my darling. We shall put them to use before thine womb dries up and falls from thee. Um, so their their nanny, Issa McNeil, um, and neighbors, they recalled Rena as being a considerate mother who also struggled to bring up two children. Understandable. I'm pretty sure she was only like fucking 17 or 18 by this time. Still a kid herself. Yes. Well, I mean, I guess back then, not so much. You're out popping out kids at like fucking 15. You're like, I can't believe you waited so long. Anyway, um, so Fred was a fucking dickhead. Shocker, right? Yes. And he kept these girls in the bottom bunk of a bunk bed that he had fitted bars to to essentially cage them into the bottom bunk, and they were only allowed out when Fred was at work. He didn't want to have nothing to do with them. Get out of my sight. Yes. So my first question is, they already said, because now we jump into uh, their nanny, Issa McNeil, and the Wests met her through Issa McNeil, the West met her friend, 16-year-old Anne McFall, who was getting through the tragic workplace death of her boyfriend, and she spent more and more time at the West's apartment. So she was spending a bunch of time at the West's apartment, and they had a a nanny named Issa McNeil. Did nobody bring up the fucking baby cage? This just wasn't a thing? And this comes up in, in my mind as a question multiple times over this story. Nobody thought to do anything or say anything about these situations. As it seems to be a lot of not my problem going on. They're literally in the house. She, one of them works there and lives there, I, th- I would imagine. Like, you never thought, like, I, I best run down to the corner and grab the bobby. The children are in the cage again. I, I like not this activity Mr. Frederick does. No, you're just like, sorry, girls. I'll bring you some cream pudding, I promise. Hello. I'll bring you a spot of tea. Would you like some spotted dick? That's a real dish. I know we talked about this. doesn't sound pleasant. Hey, for dick spotted, you might want to lay off that. I'll put it in my mouth. So, uh, again, through Issa McNeil, the nanny, Anne McFall comes in. Anne McFall will play a, a role in this thing for a while now. So... Fred later admitted to numerous affairs over the years and even fathered an illegitimate child with a woman from the Gorbals. I don't know where the fuck that is. It's a fucking terrible name for a place. I don't know if I would ever want to live in a place. It's probably, I'm sure it's lovely, but I don't know if I would want to live in a place called the Gorbals. Fred was obviously good with the ladies for an ugly guy. He must Somehow, have, I don't know. He must have been slinging biggin, a biggin, or a hell of a personality. It didn't sound like either from what I was reading. So, again, illegitimate child. Hello, affairs. Adultery left and right from what I understand. So, as when she found out about the uh, infidelity in their marriage, Rena then started an affair with a gentleman named John McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Okay. McLaughlin. I was going to... What's good for the... 
good for the goose is good for the gander. He's going to fuck around. I'm going to hit it. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. You can fuck her because I can't stand her. There you go. Um, so at one point in this whole just fucking shebang, Fred caught the two of these these two together and punched Rena. And then John responded by punching Fred, who then drew a knife and just grazed John's stomach or abdominal area with it, which ended up just getting Fred punched again. And then he stopped defending himself, which I would assume means that John subsequently whooped his ass while he just sat there like a puss. He left the smack down on him. Yeah. So, and I, I found this one interesting and, and, and shitty. John at one point recollected to somebody, he said he couldn't tackle, I'll do it. He couldn't tackle a man, but he wasn't so slow in attacking women. I don't know. That doesn't sound like something a guy with that accent. He he couldn't tackle a man, but he wasn't so slow in attacking women. So basically he was a pussy. Um, After this, John continued, or Rena continued to fuck John, who, when he would see bruises and black eyes on her, would just go beat Fred's ass again for hitting her. I guess he just regular whoop, regularly whooped Fred's ass. <laughs> so, and uh, on one occasion, he uh, actually s- said he saw Charmaine as a child, like barely older than a toddler, ask Fred for an ice cream off of his ice cream van. And instead of giving her one, like realistically, most people would do anyway. Like, I've seen plenty of kids that didn't have four quarters in their pocket get a free ice cream from the ice cream man, let alone their child. Well, not his child, but still his, you know what I mean? You would think you'd just give him an ice cream. No, he smacks her upside the head. So what does John do? John beat his ass. John beat his ass. So literally, (laughs) again, just give the kid ice cream. It's a kid. And, like, how... How much must it suck that, of course, he's out committing adultery, too, and which I don't understand where he gets off being mad. If you're going to fuck other people, you can't really get mad if your significant other is going to fuck other people. But true, one of the main reasons why you can't get mad is if you're a fucking puss. And not only is this guy, this guy is going to beat your ass. He's going to beat you up and then he's going to beat your wife gut, wife's guts up. So he's fucking your wife and beating your ass on a regular basis. That's like the most extreme version of a cuck that you could possibly imagine. Well said. Yes. Just throw in the towel, man. Stop being a dick and getting your ass beat. Like, just, just take, slow your roll, become a better father, take care of your kids, and bring in breakfast in bed for your wife and her boyfriend. <laughs> Fresh squeezed orange juice. Some flapjacks, maybe. I don't know what they fucking eat over. No, they eat like sausage and beans and shit for breakfast. An English breakfast is like sausage, beans, like tomato, eggs, toast. It's a flagellant country. Yeah. I mean, personally, I'm not a tomato guy, but everything else, fuck yeah. Slap that in front of me for breakfast. And I'm talking like sausage links, the good sausage. The good sausage. Not like the sausage links we have here either, like actual sausages. Not that crap patty shit you get here. Not even, like, even the fucking links here suck. Like, we're talking, like, links that you would get at, like, a cookout yeah. for breakfast. That's what I'm fucking talking about. Give me a hot mat for breakfast all day. A little relish. Mm. Eat that shit up. Shove it up my asshole. Start my day. 
So, in uh, November 1965, Fred accidentally ran over and killed a young boy in Glasgow with his ice cream van, and he was cleared of wrongdoing by the police. I mean, how happy so, was the happiest part of a kid's day? Yeah, you got run truck. over by a fucking ice cream truck. Oh, that's man, that's harsh. What the fuck? That's, that's just shitty, shitty. That's a shitty way to go, right there. If there if there is a god and you believe in him, he didn't love you. No. I'm just saying. That, so, but he was cleared of wrongdoing by the police. So, I mean, it, by all intents and purposes, we have to assume that that was just a fucking a fuck up. And but they did end up leaving the area, fearing reprisal from the locals. Fair, fair enough. Yeah. You hit my boy with your ice cream lorry, you fucking douchebag. Yeah, I can, I can see it. You I mean, didn't even have the Spider-Man pops. It was his favorite. Business is definitely going to take a hit. Yeah. You're like, Mommy, can I go get ice cream? Which fucking lorry? The, the one with the man with the big gap in his teeth that gets beat up a lot on the side of the road. No, fuck that guy. He can't drive. What do you want? There you go. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, in December of that year, he returned to Gloucester with Charmaine and Anna Marie, where he rented a caravan in the Timberland Caravan Park in Bishop's Cleeve, which anybody who doesn't know, in the UK, a caravan is what they call, like like what we would call a trailer park and a trailer. Pretty simple stuff. It's a much, I find it to be a much more attractive term for such a thing. Bear with us. Phil's feeding the Chalupa Cabra. She's a starving young lass. Um, so, shortly after, Rena joined Fred in Gloucester in February of 1966, so two months after, along with Issa McNeil, the nanny, and Anne McFall, her friend. Fred found a job driving a truck for a local abattoir, or a butcher to us um, stupid, savage, American, uncivilized, fucking, uh, gun-toting, tobacco-spitting Americans. ski what? So, uh, Fred started to become more dominant and controlling over all three women in this situation, mainly Rena and McNeil. And he reported, reportedly, he began to physically attack and sexually abuse Charmaine and encourage Rena to turn to prostitution, prostitution to supplement his low income. He's just a fucking bang-up cat, this guy. I love him, but don't quote me on that. That's not fucking true. He's a douche. So, um, to escape from Fred, Rena reached out to John McLaughlin to help her, McNeil, and her children. They then devised a plan within which John McLaughlin. What? I know. Phil's just fucking off at this point. So they then devised a plan with John McLaughlin where McLaughlin and McNeil's boyfriend, John Trotter, would drive his mini. This man had a mini Cooper. He's out here beating grown men's ass over ice cream in the middle of the street, but he drives a fucking mini Cooper. What a gangster. Um, they, they would drive and secretly pick up the women and Rena's children and return them back to Scotland. I'm going back to Scotland with McLaughlin. Sarah, not to be confused with Sarah McLaughlin. 
They're of a different clan. You can take my country music awards, but you can never take my freedom to beat my girlfriend's husband's asshole in on the fucking side of the street. I would pay money to see that. That would be so funny. They're like, you fucking douchebag. Do you put your fucking bloody mitts on my lady again? I don't care if you're her husband. You're about to get a right proper ass baiting. And just... They... <laughs> the old-fashioned. That's how they fight in England. I don't know if anybody knows that. They still fight like the fighting Irishman pose on the Notre Dame fucking logo. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, this plan was made. Now, let's get into some other shady shit. By this time, Anne McFall had fallen for Fred. Old drop-dead gorgeous Fred. There's, oh my god, his, his fucking, his pube-like hair, his blotchy skin, his dumb fucking look in his eyes, his gap tooth, which there's nothing wrong with any of those things, but when you put them on a person like this, there's something wrong with those things, because there's something wrong with that person. He kind of looked like, let me, let me give a good thought here. Like, if you took nutsack skin... And then you spread, you like, you, you grabbed it and you pulled it over, like you took the dentition of Michael Strahan, but not as white because he doesn't have the money. You put that into the skull of like Rocky Dennison from the movie Mask, and then you spread a nutsack skin over it, and then you sprinkled an innumerable number of pubic hairs on top of it and threw some dumb fucking eyeballs in there. You got a lot going on there. You got fucking Fred West. I'll be surprised if anybody Dennis let, and Dennis, I'll be surprised how many people actually know. Let me condense about. that. He's an ugly motherfucker. Also, yes. So, again, Anne McFall started falling in love with Fred, and she more than likely told him about this secret plan because guess what happens? They said, Excuse me. They set up the secret meet time to pick up the kids in the Mini Cooper. I don't know how the fuck you're going to fit two grown women and two kids plus two men into a goddamn Mini Cooper unless everybody in this situation is a fucking clown. That's besides the point. Like, they pull up and they're like, what's the secret code for when we know you're here? Like, I'll blow the whistle, lossy. And they fucking pull up and it's... And he's got a fucking red wig on. Looks like Bozo the goddamn clown because you're in a fucking Mini Cooper picking up 35 fucking adults. Like, fun with Dick and Jane when they became coyotes in that, like, fucking 40-year-old Volkswagen station wagon, quote-unquote, hatchback. So, she probably told him about this because um, when the secret time and meeting place goes down, guess who shows up there? Whom? Fred. Oh, of course. He shows up, and he ends up getting his ass beat by John again. <sighs> yeah. Take the fucking loss. Dude, that's Take what I'm the saying. L, bitch. He Take got, the L. He got his ass beat so bad while he was holding Charmaine and Anna Marie in his arms. Wait a minute. Who was holding? Fred. He was holding the girls yeah. in his arms. Well, okay, that's a bit of a dick move. You don't fight a guy. You don't I would assume he wasn't, like, kicking the shit out of him at that point, but he might have got a couple more licks in there. Because I imagine he just grabbed them to try to, like, human fucking <laughs> shield himself from the ass beating from McLaughlin. Oh, shit, here's an ass whooping coming. Dude, like, it's so bad. 
So then the police were called and uh, McLaughlin and John Trotter, Rena and McNeil left while Fred threatened to kill Rena if he ever saw her again. Shocker. So <clears throat> Rena actually returned to England frequently to ensure the safety and well-being of her kids and became angry at one point with uh, Anne McFall and the maternal position that she was starting to take with the kids. So, so long story short, show she stole some of Fred's shit from his house and then ended up getting arrested and getting three years of probation for it. Um, this whole time, Anne McFall is trying to persuade Fred to leave Rena and marry her. And then, you know, she's going over the whole thing of like in her mind, she was trying to tell her family and Issa McNeil that it would be a better life for her, a better opportunity and stuff like that. <laughs> So jump a little ahead a little bit more to July 1967. McFall, who was then 18 years old and eight months pregnant with Fred's child, disappeared and was never reported missing. Oh, yeah. Her, but she was never reported missing. But however, her dismembered body was found on the edge of a cornfield between Much Markle and Kempley in 1994. Oh, I'm sure we're. You're butchering these names. I was. I would no, it's literally much Markle and Kempley, M U C H, M A R C L E. How the fuck, Moucher Marcla. There you go. Um, and her limbs had been carefully disarticulated, so not like ripped apart. So he did work in that, but for those butchers, I would assume he cut around and then t- popped the fucking joints out, which is yeah. Like, Here's rule number one. Stay away from anybody that's ever worked in a butcher shop. Right? The mm-hmm. Australian chick butcher shop. That's an interesting... That one, I guess, there's moments of that that are, like, darkly humorous. But we'll go over that one after If we're you're done. dating somebody that works in a butcher shop, you're going to end up dead. And if they wear a fedora while they're there... Oh, you're fucked. Yeah, they're that's, probably... They're, yeah, they probably fucked the pork loins. Phil's life hack number one. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad one. Life hack number two, refer to number one. Life hack number three, never trust a person in a tunic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, like I said, her uh, limbs were carefully disarticulated as if somebody knew what they were doing. Somebody possibly with some butcher background. Um, and some of her finger bones were missing, and they say that they were likely kept as keepsakes. And also, oh, throw this one in there too. Just fun fact. Her unborn child may have been cut from her womb. So there's that little ditty as well. I I'm not really sure how that's a May. I feel like you would know that. Like when, if know. she was eight months pregnant, when you have found the skeleton of a fetus along with her remains. Uh, I don't. I would imagine. Yeah, you I would think. think. I'm not, well, I don't know how baby bones are, so I don't know if they have enough calcification going on already to like preserve that well in, over that amount of time. Because it was twenty years later, twenty more than twenty. Um. We just dove way too far into that. But fair points, I think, all the way around. You're welcome. I'll take the check, please. So Fred initially denied killing McFall, but later on, when shit really started to hit the fan, he told a visitor after he was arrested that he had stabbed her to death after an argument. But that was inconsistent with the fact that her wrists, they found her and there was pieces of dressing gown cord around her wrists implying that she had been restrained before she was killed. 
which makes more fucking sense anyway. Yes. So the following month, Rena returned, <clears throat> excuse me, to live with Fred, and they moved to the Lake House Caravan Park. I put LOL next to that because what the fuck business do you have calling a, what is it? A caravan Park is a trailer park. Right. The Lake House Caravan Park. Why? Because there's a pond with like an old wheelchair, a fucking whatever local grocery store cart, 17 different sizes of used condoms, and the fucking like body of some 92 year old woman from fucking Manchester floating in it in the middle. And it's not even a pond. It's just where the rainwater never evaporates all the way. The kids played it anyway. <laughs> the fuck was that? Oh, the computer's acting fucking weird. You acting a fool. We could go down at any time. Yeah. You just say the word daddy. So anyway, uh, after after a year, Rena fucking left again, leaving the kids with Fred again. Another fucking fact about this whole story that I don't understand. Why the fuck did nobody call child whatever Child Protective Services is over there at the time? Why didn't she fucking take the kids? None of that shit happened. I don't fucking get it. None of this fucking shit makes sense to me. But anyway, we move on. God forbid you think the fuck is that oh i'm seeing what the fuck this is i don't know what the hell this is god forbid we think logically about something and fucking nip something in the bud right away no let's just keep let it keep fucking getting bigger and blowing up more i digress so with nobody around to watch and take care of the kids anymore fred would sometimes leave them in the care of the gloucestershire social services the fuck is that how it works? Mm-hmm. That's how it worked back then. Why the fuck is childcare so expensive? You can just drop them off. Like, hey. Simpler time. Hey, fucking Saint whatever the fuck Catholic Church. I'm trying to go do blow all weekend. Take these little bastards. I'll be back on Tuesday. Like, how does that work? How do they let them pick them back up? Uh, like, was you just time. walking like, it's all right, I'm back now. It's all better. Different time, baby. I'll have me, I'll have me, lads and lasses back. Thank you. Daddy had to go blow off some steam. Maybe you just walk in and like give him a sucker and be like, "Come with, Daddy." They give you like a little coat check ticket, right? What the fuck? Valet parking for kids? Did you have to answer a security question to pick up kids from these places? No. What's your mother's maiden name? I don't fucking know. She was a bitch. Close enough. I know I fucked her because I'm Fred West. Well, I could do a DNA test because apparently this motherfucker is related to everybody. Right. Or had he looked off, like it. offspring. He looked like his gene pool was about as shallow as a puddle on a sidewalk. Which would make sense. So, next, move on to Rosemary Letts. Let's uh, talk about Rosemary Letts. <laughs> the original party girl. Dude, she's a fucking whore. Literally. I don't feel bad about saying that. Um, don't whore she, she also eventually after some trying fell for fred's bullshit i don't know how he kept getting women to fall for it i don't know get it so she moved in lied to her parents and apparently uh she was good to his two girls initially when she first came along and uh you know i just have a lot of bullet points on this one there was a lot about rose west they're like almost like more um possible details that aren't for sure or not to really get into with this chick. Yeah. Cause she was also apparently kind of slow. Cause they called her, uh, 
Dozy Rosie. Fucking kids me. So no, that's mean. what her family called her. Okay. And apparently she would just like spin her head around like when she was by herself. Like she was just all day. Do we need to talk about her in an ex- our next exorcism? <clears throat> I don't know. Podcast? But the, her family said, called her Dozy Rosie, and they said it was because she was slow. That's not me saying that. Fuck off. I'm not being a dickhead. Her family fucking said this. But so. And on top of that, her dad was a schizophrenic. Her dad, her parents were not cool with this whole Fred and uh, Rosemary thing. Well, because they were parents of the year. Yeah. But her dad was a schizophrenic who it is believed that he molested her as well. Just, you know, throw that in there because, I mean, it just fits with the fucking narrative at this point with this goddamn shitty story. Birds of a feather. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. The Again, parents did not approve of Fred. Um <laughs> At one point in her young years, she may have been involved in some prostitution that landed her in a home for troubled teenagers. And then in February 1970, she ended up pregnant. Shocker. And back to the home for teens. Um, And then after all this, after she got out, she moved. She ran away and she moved in with Fred and they moved to, excuse me. Midland Road in Gloucester, and on October 17th, 1970, their daughter, Anne, was born. And it is speculated that, uh, Heather Anne, sorry, it is speculated that Heather may have been the child of Rosemary and her father. <gasps> dum, dum, dum. <clears throat> Again, never, never, nobody corroborated that or, or factualized it, but it is speculated upon and for the sake of this story, I tell you what, it's I, fucking true. I, I believe that more than your slanted vagina. Diagonal. Diagonal, whatever. It's racist if you say slanted. Whatever. So, uh, and, the, and then shortly, while this is going on, Fred was locked up for six and a half months for, uh, and that left 17-year-old Rose to care for the three children. Um, Anna Marie claimed her and Charmaine were criticized, beaten, and unfairly punished under Rose's quote-unquote care. Now, I have a quick question. Now, did the the two girls that he had with the other chick, right? They weren't actually, yeah. they were adopted. They weren't his, right? One was. One was, but the other one wasn't. Charmaine was the taxi driver's daughter. But at this point, he had both of them. Yes. Because Rena just kept fucking running off and being like, fuck them, fuck them kids. It's too much for me. I don't care anymore. Fuck those children. I'm going to go take care of myself. Because Rena's no fucking saint in this whole thing either. Like, yeah, she got the shit out of a stick and she ended up in a bad situation. But like, you literally on multiple occasions just left your fucking kids behind. Hmm. This makes like, sense. Where does that fucking make sense? Like, you're an asshole too on this one. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, Just have that. I need to have that explained to me the, a little the bit better. Clar- the the clarif- faction. Yes. So um, where the fuck was I? There I was. So um, in the meantime, guess what happens? Rose killed Charmaine, the daughter, the half, the mixed daughter that was not Fred's daughter. Mm. Rose kills her. Allegedly. She did it. Allegedly. Yeah. Um, and this was before Fred was even released. And she, the body was stowed in the coal cellar until his release. 
And you would think, man, he comes out and even though he hates this kid and it's not his kid technically, he'd be like, what the fuck, Rosemary? No, what does he do? He then moves the body and buries it in the backyard close to the door. Yeah. And uh, and her, also, let's throw in the fact that her body had been severed at the hip and several bones were missing. Well, where the fuck did what'd she do with the bones? I, they there was a lot of shit about like they were taking keepsakes and shit, so that might be a thing. But yeah, so she killed the uh, illegitimate. Well, I guess it's not an illegitimate daughter; it's just not his daughter. Killed her, stowed her in the coal cellar, and then when he gets out, he goes, "Oh." Look, it's me daughter that's not me daughter that I've been fucking up for the last eight years of her life. Let me move a fucking body so we don't get caught. I'm, thanks for welcoming me back from prison, love. Will you go make me some tea and crumpets while I bury this little bitch? Like, it's fucked up people. Yeah, it's, it's so fucked. Hollywood couldn't write this shit. Dude, right? So, um... Then we come to the other daughter. They told Anna Marie that her mother took her sister, and when she asked why her mother only took Charmaine, Fred, this fucking giant walking, talking sack of donkey shit, he told his other daughter, he told Anna Marie, she wouldn't want you, love. You're the wrong color. Racist bastard. The fuck? Like, she wouldn't want you, love. You're the wrong color, even though you're her fucking daughter. Fucking douchebag. How terrible. I don't know how to do uh, an accent from where they're from, so I'm just going with a really annoying cookie cutter one. Um, so, yeah, that all fucking happened. Yeah. So then Rena provided uh, Fred's address and was provided Fred's address where he was living now, mm-hmm. his first wife. And he she went to confront him and... Probably, hopefully, get her children, even though his, the his history of this whole thing shows that she just leaves her fucking kids behind anyway and is like, I can't do it. Fucking mother of the year. But um, she went to do this to confront him and probably get her children. Hopefully. She never came back. Yeah. Um, she was believed to have been strangled in the backseat of Fred's car. And, uh, yeah. We're not talking the good kind of strangled, right? No. She was uh, also extensively dismembered, put in plastic bags, and buried close to a cluster of trees known as Yaw Tree Capis at Letterbox Field. I don't know why the Europeans have to give everything seven names, but more power to you guys. Um, jump ahead. Again, June 1st, 1972. They're, uh, the second child of Fred and Rose is born. And they named her because she was born on June first. June first, I guess they that led her them to name her May June. Creative. Yeah, go figure. A chick that they called, and again, I'm not trying to fucking make fun of people, but yeah, we are. People people recalled him as being fucking stupid and barely literate, and she was called Dozy Rosie and slow by her family. What what should we call her, friend? uh, Yesterday was May, tomorrow's June. May, June. (laughs) Mm. Mm. This window tastes good. Okay, now you've crossed the line. Paint doesn't taste as good since they took the lead out. Oh, fuck. Fuck these assholes. So, um... (laughs) 
Rose then began to work as a prostitute uh, for the lodgers within their home, people that they would put up for short periods of time, needed a place to stay, stuff like that, you know, hostile type situation, minus yeah. the human trafficking. Um, she would get increasingly rough and sadistic with her female partners or clients, whatever you want to call them. And uh, the two of them all, like, to, like, like weird. Like, and apparently she would push it to the limit. And when they started to like complain or cry, she'd be like, Oh, are you not woman enough? And which makes me wonder like, there wasn't one like fucking sassy black woman that was like, Bitch, I'll kill you and your whole goddamn family and I'll fuck your man right now. You would think. Fuck with me. Well, you'd think at least they would have run into somebody a little bit more trashier than them. Like look at her like bitch, my name is Shauna and I'm keeping it real. Shout out to the no the defunct ten minute podcast. That was a character from Ten Minute Podcast. I'm on the Ten Minute Podcast with Brian Chris Brian Chris and Will. Shit. She just talked about hand jobs and fucking it's funny. Well it was Will Sasso. But oh, yeah. It was funny as fuck. I've been listening to a lot of ten minute podcasts. Hashtag bring back TMP. I need it in my life. That shit is so goddamn funny. We can make this a 10-minute podcast. I don't know if we could. I don't know. Like, we wouldn't be able to compete with them, oh, especially no. in the beginning. No, we can't. Like, I like the episodes with Chad Colchin and fucking Tommy Blacha, but God damn it. Chris D'Elia, Brian Callen, and Will Sasso from like 2012 to like 2015, it's just nonstop. Like, they give each other shit nonstop. They get into dick swinging contests. They yell at each other, and then you throw in hilarious bits. Like, there's one episode where Chris D'Elia just uses this voice changer, because I think he's on the phone for it. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's actually there. And literally the whole time, they are just they just work under the bit of he's wearing this, like, animatronic helmet that he's been developing over the last, like, two years. So you're saying yeah. we're not that talented? I don't know, man. Like, oh, like have, you ever, have, you, have you listened to it yet? I've listened to one or two. Dude, he day. does. Every once in a while, Will does these episodes where they'll be like, oh, this is Brian, Cal- Brian the Kid Cal, and I'm Chris D'Elia, and Will Sasso isn't here today, but we have everybody's dad. And they do that one, like, every once in a while, everybody's dad. And he's so, it's so funny. He's like, I'm, I'm everybody's dad. I'm very proud of you boys, and I love you, and I love your pod show. And then if they're like, well, what the shit? He's like, don't go watch your mouth. And they keep playing smacking sounds. Oh. It's, it's amazing. You have to like, you, you can literally roll through like fucking 20 of them in one day of work. It's crazy. But anyway, enough. of. I'm all for, you know, talking about, talking good about other podcasts. That one's not even fucking on anymore. It hasn't been a thing for like four years. I'm, I'm upset. Anyway, back to um, incest and rape and murder. The, the fun stuff. So, uh. The two of them would engage in highly bondage and dominance-driven threesomes with female partners. Um, not, in, not in a good way. You got my attention? It wasn't in a good way, oh, though. okay. Yeah, like, they would basically just push the envelope and... Th- <laughs> what? Young Kyle watch, listens to the 10-minute podcast with me. He's, I'm very proud of what you guys have done here. <laughs> and I just want you to know that tomorrow, if you're not doing anything on Tuesday, I want you to go and wash your Uncle Mark's car. Well, I do know one thing. We're going back to the old setup next week. What old setup? 
the other camera. We are our connection's shit. I think we're putting too much strain on the. Uh, oh yeah, we are. We're we're freezing on my phone. Yeah. God damn. Well, one day we'll have a better computer. We can have the better camera. You know, yeah. I can fucking put my vibrating butt plug in my chair. Finally, we won't have to worry about hearing it. Yeah, we're freezing like a motherfucker. Any who's or what's it's, fuck it. It'll be all right. Um. So, where the fuck was I? Jesus Christ. There I was. Found it. Yahtzee. So, they also had a large collection of quote-unquote devices, magazines, and photos, which, that gets worse, too. They later added videos depicting bestiality and graphic sexual abuse of children. These fucking people are just 10 out of 10 great human beings, let me tell you. They don't do nothing wrong. They're out here fucking kids, raping people, killing people, burying them, killing the kids, killing their own fucking kids, raping their own fucking kids, getting raped as kids, raping kids as kids. And America's supposed to be the fucked up ones. This happened in the UK, the home of tea and crumpets. America's bad. Vikings are bad. Australia's a prison colony. I'm going to go out on a limb and say... The world is just full of bad people. That's also true. They come, we come in every race, country, religious background, creed, everything. Social background. status. Yes. Intellectual status. Dick size. A, the only... Inseam size. I, I, can solve the, this, I can solve all the world's problems. Kill just, them all. Just get rid of butchers. <laughs> Really, if we want to get rid of the world's problems, just nuke this motherfucker. <laughs> let that asteroid just, do what, just come. Just, yeah, just let fucking Ben. You suck it the fuck up, Bruce Willis, and you let AJ run that goddamn drill rig and get that fucking thing to 220,000 feet. And then, boom, we're gone. Harry, I can do this. He's going to take care of my little girl, AJ. Harry, no, I love you. Fucking good movie. <laughs> That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, God, it gets me every time. It's not that part or the part where she's like, Daddy, no. And you just see the fucking the shadow of her hand on the, on the screen. Yeah. It's at the end during the credits when they're walking down the aisle and it's the pictures of all the guys. And I'm just, I would turn alive all this sweet surrender. And just like fucking, mm, yeah. I always thought that. I was like, man, good for you, Steven Tyler. You made a song. For a movie in which Ben Affleck fucks your daughter. That's a way to be. That's how you become a man. You support your kids getting fucked. Yes. Like Fred West. Jesus Christ. No, Fred did the fucking. It's so fucked up. Oh, he also had uh, peepholes in the rooms where uh, Rose would fuck these uh, Johns and Jills, if you will. See, I haven't... This is where they lose me. <laughs> oh, he also they also This is where they This lose is where me. they lose. This we were we were on board with the the, the molestation and the, and the rape and the bestiality and the murder. I, I was all And right. the abuse we, we're we're all we're See? in. But when you get to peep holes in the whorehouse, no, it's sorry, whole... brothel, whatever. The that's too weird, man. No, that's not even that. Unless you do it artsy-like and you have some fucking stupid 17th century picture of Napoleon on the wall and you cut out just the eyes. You know, here, Like a Scooby-Doo fucking scene. It's not even that. It's the whole prostitution thing. I'm a jealous bitch, apparently. I, I don't think I could be in that kind of relationship. I don't think I could either. Oh, I know you couldn't. But I know I couldn't either. 
I don't even like. I mean, if it was like OnlyFans or something like that, I'm cool with that. Like, I don't give a fuck. You can just sell pictures of your feet all you want. I don't, I don't even like the thought of my exes having sex, let alone the girl I'm currently with. Never mind. I'm not even gonna go there. Watching, you know, and then watching it. You're, you're not okay with your exes having sex, but you were talking about earlier how like you've never really you did like you wouldn't give a fuck if your kid's sex life came up. No, because I, I, I know my kids are well, having sex. I guess sex. you want, you, I, I guess know naturally you kind of want your and kids unlike to procreate Fred, as well. Unlike Freddie Boy here, I have no desire to have sex with my kids. Well, and like it's like I said, I, I feel like you, people naturally like want their kids to have kids. Like I feel like once you have kids, everybody wants grandbabies at some point before they die. You know what I mean? I'm perfectly okay. You're like, here, take my... all this caffeine and sugar and then go the fuck away. I'm just, no, that's a complete, that's not even apples to oranges. I'm perfectly okay with my kids having sex. Oh, they're grown too. I'm, they're not fucking like eight I'm like a, these people's kids. I'm a kids. man of the world. I know what the world's about. I'm just, I just could not picture being with somebody and letting them have sex with somebody else. I mean, it's not my bag. Everybody has their thing. Of course, you know. That's why I would make a shitty swinger. There'd be some swinging going on in the swing, not that kind of swinging going on in that swingers party with me. I don't know. I'd be a shitty swinger anyway, and just in be, general, because uh, like the sex swing thing, I've never been into it. Because I'm like, I don't think that they provide anchors that are strong enough to handle my thickness. And let's be honest, most of it is just because I'm just afraid they're going to find a bigger dick. That's a given. And that's yeah. You could you know walk outside and hit. Fall down and find a bigger dick. Yeah, I mean, you could fucking go find a stray cat. <laughs> yeah, all right, continue. Which also, right up fucking Fred West's alley. So, anyway, again, peepholes and baby monitors he set up so he can He's listen. high tech. He was James Bond. Yeah, I mean, you know, just doing it real big. So, by 1983, they had, these Rose and Fred had, or well, Rose had given birth to eight kids and at least three of them were sired by clients of theirs, of hers, I guess. So eight kids, three of them for sure were not his. So that's four kids. Well, I guess it's only three kids now because he fucking killed the one. Well, she killed the one. He just buried the fucking body. You know. You know. No harm, no foul. No. You know, he's just, in his, in his view, he was just taking out the trash. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, you know, it's like those people that go in and clean hoarders' houses. You just gotta, somebody's gotta do it. So, all this being said, fuck these people. I don't actually think this. this is fucking terrible. I'm just, my comic relief saves me from actually getting emotionally connected to these stories. Yes, I'm fighting back tears now. Tears of joy that I sang fucking. Steven Tyler? Yeah. Yeah. Goddamn Armageddon. <laughs> I love it. I'm telling you, I cry like a baby myself. We've talk- I think I even said this on the podcast. He said, get out of my way, Bear. He says, sorry. I'm just trying to give my man a head start. R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan. Tragic loss. Look at him. Are you surprised? I bet you that dude's cholesterol was sex- like six and a half million. <laughs> yeah. Take my hand, boss. Anyway. <laughs> um... So the couple would uh, regularly abuse their children, and but they would they would take the the level of care to make sure they didn't mark their face or hands. I would assume so. People at school didn't know. Huh. Be good or be good at it. I guess I don't fucking know. 
And then between 1972 and 1992, the kids were admitted to the hospital 31 times. 92? Yeah. I thought they... That's the number I saw. I could be wrong. I, I thought they... Or I might have just wrote it down wrong. But either way... They were, he was dead by this time, by 92. No. Yeah, he died in like 87. Oh, huh. he died in the 90s. He didn't go to trial till the 90s. You sure? Yeah, it was like 94. Okay. But uh, maybe it was not even. Either way, even though that's twenty years, that's a lot of like your kids are going to the no kids should be in the fucking hospital thirty one times in twenty years. I'm thirty two years old. I haven't been to the, the hospital that many times. I've met some clumsy kids. So I met some clumsy adults. That's when you tell them to stop being a pussy. Not everything needs to go to the hospital. Fucking rub some dirt on it. Get back out there. Oh, I know my ex. Are you hurt or are you injured? My ex wife loved to take the kids to the hospital. He stubbed his toe. No, we're going to the hospital. Bloody, you're not a bloody nose, a runny nose. And he's got the freaking sniffles. She's got the sniffles. They died. Die, they were weak. If they died, they died. They died. They died. Um. So, and then on one occasion, Rose couldn't find a kitchen utensil that she was looking for, so she grabbed a knife and repeatedly, lightly cut, uh, May June. Until her chest and ribcage was covered in light little cut marks. All while Stephen and Heather just hopelessly watched and cried. Good parenting. Yeah. Just killing it. Because I'm sure Rose was amazing in the kitchen. I bet. Oh, well, there's also this one. Rose also tried to stab Fred. And when he ran away and slammed a door behind him, she embedded the knife in the door and she hit it. She had did that so hard that her hand slid down the knife and almost severed three of her fingers. I know one thing. You got good. You got to stay away from those crazy bitches. I forget what she said. Like the stab people. I did. Fuck. I didn't write down the quote. She said something to him, like through the door. Like I guess pretty calmly was like, "Look what you did, fella. Now you have to take me to the hospital." I'm telling you what. Like what the fuck? Stay away from them crazy bitches that like to uh, go after go after men with knives. Bad omen. That shit cray. Ain't it, Jay? What'd she order? Fish filet. You gotta sleep with one eye fucking open. I love how they, they brought back like the filet of fish, but it's not even the filet of fish. They're just basically offering the McGangbang. <laughs> McGangbang of... Well, that was a real thing. Like those those menu hack things, the McGangbang was a thing. It was like a McChicken, a, Mc, a, a fucking burger, cheeseburger, and a... Uh, Fish fillet of fish, like on one thing, Ew. but it was never on the menu. No, they're doing that now. It's like it's like menu the menu hack menu or some shit. Like you can just put like a McChicken on a burger or a Mc, or a fillet of fish on a chick McChicken and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, okay, so whatever. McDonald's is a Lego now. Got it. So in September 1972, Fred raped his daughter Anna Marie with the help of Rose, and this became a regular thing. After this first occasion, Rose actually supposedly, reportedly, laughed at Anna Marie while she struggled to walk to the bathroom afterwards and handed her a quote-unquote sanitary towel. We all know what she's talking about. I'm assuming she's talking about a pad. Mm -hmm. And said, I'm sorry, everybody does it to every girl. It's a father's job. Don't worry and don't say anything to anybody. What the fuck? Wow. Like, they found a way to make forcibly raping your own child even worse. 
It's a father's job. Everybody does it to every girl. How fucked do you want your kids to be? And I will say, like, in, you know, sidebar to this, all the remaining kids after this were given new identities by the government so that they could try to live somewhat of a normal but, life. But so I, they at least they gave them a shot. But they're, they were... There's well, they're always going to be fucked up. Yeah. But it, the, luckily, unless they divulge that information to somebody, nobody's going to be able to find these kids. And Because right. you know some incel piece of shit in the world, if they, these kids still had the same name, they would reach out to them and be like, you fucking deserved it. Yeah. And then somebody should then fucking... To don't fuck with cats, that person, and literally, like, butt fuck them to death with, like, one of those old, you remember TPX aluminum bats back mm -hmm. in the day? Yeah. One of those. The good shit. Ooh. That good, got that good ping. Mm. Want to hear a ping off that guy's colon. Ooh. Wherever that guy is, his name would be fucking, like, Tanner or Skyler or something like that. And he'd be just like that incel murderer, fucking, I can't remember the kid's name, that literally was racist because, just because he couldn't get a girlfriend. Mm. That's an interesting one. We could do the incel murderer one time, too. Isn't it? Like, he, I, fuck. He's another one of those ones. It's not nearly as bad as this one, but you fucking end up hating that kid, too, because of the shit that comes out of his mouth. He had, like, little manifestos on his, like, online accounts and shit. And I'm like, dude, like. Somebody just beat the fuck out of him, please. Some people just need an ass whooping. Yeah. Until they're dead. So, uh, yeah. Apparently, everybody rapes every girl, and it's a father's job to do that, according to right. Rose West, this fucking... You know what? I'm going to say it. She's a fucking cunt. <sighs> Damn. She deserves it. Way to go out on that limb. Like, that's not even a limb. No, that's a big... That's a trunk. If, the, if if that's a limb, I would say that I'm, like, comfortably living in the base of the tree, like fucking Rabbit from Winnie the Pooh. Or no, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Which one lived in... Fuck it, I don't know. I don't I think watch that Win shit. I think Winnie the Pooh lived in the tree, too. It would make sense, because he ate... Huh? Oh, bother. I'm all out of honey. I think so. Um, it's been so Christopher long. Robin, will you please bring me some honey so I can lather up my asshole for you to slide in it later? Do you know the really sad thing about Winnie the Pooh? Is uh, Christopher, Christopher Robin's dead. dead? Yeah, makes sense. It's sixth sense in it. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. That's but what I mean, that's how Pe that's Peter Pan's the same way. All the Lost Boys are dead. Yeah, yeah. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is uh, um, Dante's Inferno. That I was not. I haven't heard. Think that about one. it. They cover the seven deadly sins, and then he he goes down through the layers of hell, like Dante's Inferno, hmm. and then the one that comes out clean on the end and doesn't fall victim or prey to any of the seven deadly sins rises into the heavens into a, a glass elevator. Oh, huh. right. It's a long since I've seen that. So I'll you're go. welcome, Travis. Out. We're not even close to Did you just, was that your belly? You hungry? Yeah, I am a little you hungry. You got a fart? I am a little hungry. Um uh so she said that fucking horrible quote. And then over the years, I this is where I my my notes got very sparse with this cuz I was over it. More, basically all I have after that is more rape, more sexual assault. They bound her to furniture and she would encourage Fred to rape her and that's where I literally have in parentheses enough said. 
We don't need to fucking talk about that anymore. There's, That's enough of that. There's a special place in hell for these people. And I hope they're there. And I hope I hope they're getting the little Nikki Hitler treatment. I hope Satan is just is turning the fucking the the pineapple fucking gnarly way first and just right up the fucking poop shoot. I would have to say we did that one. What was the? Uh, what you did that one time? <laughs> the at band camp. The one episode of the exorcisms of uh, Annalise Michelle. Yes, where you know she had the she was the Hitler and yeah possessed and you know who was it? Judas said Hitler was kind of a dick. Yeah. I even think when these two fuckers went to hell, Hitler said, Ooh, thank God you're here because they're taking the heat off me. Right. He was like, these guys are great. I love them. Fred and Rose for president of hell. Oh, wow. Fucking assholes. So uh, at this time, and then, you know, we're moving on in life. 17-year-old nanny Caroline Owens was hired uh, basically just to be abused by Fred and Rose. And then she ended up leaving and was then abducted again and sexually assaulted by and uh, Fred even threatened to let his black friends, quote unquote, have her if she told. First off, racist. Second, might be doing her a favor. Third, you don't have any fucking friends, Fred. Don't lie to us, especially black ones. We all know from movies and TV, black people are way too cool to hang out with somebody like Fred West. I'll let my, I'll let my black friends have you. What the fuck? Like, like which ones? Yeah, of course, you know, somebody would have said that to you. You said, thank God, at least then I could, something. they might touch the sides. Jesus Christ, they're a needle dick. Right. I let my black friends have you. Thank God, because not only do I not want to fuck you, you just abuse me, and at least somebody will blow my back out now. Fuck Fred West. Fred West is a douche. Yeah. Um. So, uh, jump forward. Now we're just getting into names and days. Names and ages at this point. Linda Go, Go, Gow, I don't know, was the uh, allegedly the first sexually charged murder. She was strangled and suffocated, dismembered, and buried under the garage. Sweet. Next. Carol Ann Cooper, 15 years old, November 1973. Body found 20 years later, buried under the cellar at 25 Cromwell. Lucy Partington, 25 years old, believed to have been abducted from her bus stop. Body found and dismembered under the cellar at Cromwell Street more than 20 years later. Uh, Teresa I'm sorry, I don't know. Sigentluler or something like that. 1974, 20 years, 21 year old Swiss, 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 hmm. Swiss sociology student. Fred built a chimney over her grave. And uh, yeah, that's that. Shirley Hubbard, believed to be abducted by the West, 15 years old, body under the cellar. Juanita Mott, 1974, found in the cellar, 19, or found under the cellar 19 years later. Shirley Robinson had an affair with Fred, got pregnant by Fred, um, found in the garden years later. Allison Chambers, last sexually motivated killing, supposedly, 25, body under the patio. Uh, Heather West, the daughter, sexually abused by her parents, uh, first remains to be excavated in the garden. 
And that's where that ends because they went to trial. Rose got locked up for life, can't get out, and Fred was a little bitch and hung himself before he could get sentenced and tried. Now, how exactly did they get caught again? I mean, they had a nice body count. Oh, was I think somebody. I think it was the. I think it was that nanny. The, oh, the nanny kind of. I don't know. Them. I'll be honest. I got tired of fucking reading about these people. Like I, I, I got to the point where I was like, I, I, I just don't even want to fucking can, write about them you anymore. Only, you can only take so much of this. Yeah, it's I mean, just I, like how you were with fucking the West Memphis, blah blah blah. West Memphis three. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just so fucking. I mean, killing's one thing. Killing kids is another. But you throw yeah. in the, the, incest and the rape of the kids. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other fucking level that right. just takes it. Almost, it takes it to an unbearable place. Yeah. I mean, it's... Okay, here we go. Gotcha. May 1992, Fred asked his 13-year-old daughter Louise to bring some bottles to her room on the first floor of their home. Excuse me. Rose was not present in the home at the time. Shortly thereafter, the girl's siblings heard her scream, No, don't. Later, Fred returned downstairs. Louise was found by her siblings, writhing in pain, sobbing that her father had raped and sodomized her. At one stage, partially strangling her. It just keeps getting better. The hits just keep yeah. rolling. When Rose returned home, Louise confided in, confided in her mother that she had been raped by Fred. Rose replied, oh well, you were asking for it. Over the following weeks, Louise was raped on three further occasions, with Rose personally witnessing one of these rapes before following her distressed and bleeding daughter into the bathroom and asking the child, well, what did you expect? Yeah. Fred also filmed one of these rapes. Several weeks later, Louise garnered the courage to confide in a close friend that her father, what her father had done. This friend told her own mother that had ha- what had happened, and on the 4th of August, in response, the, mother, the friend's mother anonymously informed the police. Hmm. Yeah. Uh. 13-year-old made a full statement. Uh, they raided him. 99 pornographic videos of both homemade and commercial nature. Uh, they did find the video depicting the rape of Fred's daughter. She, like I said, made a full... Uh, statement uh the sexual abuse had begun when she was 11 they were placed in foster care uh yeah good good times oh nice yeah sweet dreams everybody so yeah pretty much i mean fred kind of and then he he just eventually he just kind of started admitting to stuff locations of bodies stuff yeah. like that but like I said, he was a fucking twat knuckle, a fucking a, a, a fuck waffle, a little fucking a a, a, a cock a hamster. I don't know. And he fucking offed himself before he could even really go to trial and get sentenced. At least his wife was man enough to fucking face it. Yeah, I guess. But you but know. at least in the end. Dead is dead. He got what he deserved. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Because Rose, like I said, ended up getting fucking being friends. She actually tried to have a a defense to all this. Trying to say that that she she was fucking like basically 
coerced into the shit like this. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, she, is she still Elizabeth still alive? I think she is. That's a fucking tragedy. Somebody should kill her. Prisoners in um HM Prison Newhall. Nobody shanked her ass yet? That's what I'm saying. What the fuck? I guess uh Oh, there's I didn't Pedophiles in Do they have them by name? Possible additional victims? Oh Jesus. They say they list them as twelve to thirteen plus. plus. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to look it up. There I I forget the fucking uh name of the couple. But there was another killer serial killer couple uh from the UK that Rose ended up uh befriending in prison. That's also very famous for this shit. I can't fucking think of it. Uh, Myra Henley. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, So Fred's dead. I think, I'm pretty sure Rose is still alive unless she's died recently. Semi-recently. Let's find out for sure because if she's not dead, somebody kill her. I mean, I need a shower after this. I don't even know what I need. Fred and Rose West, alive or dead? Well, we know Fred's dead. Fred's done, dang old, ding, ding, dang old, been dead. But, let's see, Rose, I hope she's dead. (laughs) Not something you hear somebody say very often. Rose may probably, nope, she's still alive. God damn it. Somebody's fucking up in this prison. Obviously, pedophiles and rapists in UK prisons get treated a little bit better than they do in our prison system, I guess. I don't you know. You know who he kind of reminds me of? Have you seen the movie? I can, this is the only movie I can think of with him in it. Do you, have you ever seen Mr. Nanny with Hulk Hogan? Oh, God. You know the guy? Uh, I uh, think so. What's his name with the metal head, the bad guy? He's like, you make fun of my hair? That's who he kind of looks like. He kind of looks like the uh, the chief or the sergeant or whatever from Police Academy. <laughs> mm, yeah. And she looks like... I don't even know. A dude. A dude? Kinda. She looks like a pretty high school boy. Like one of those ones that has way too many clothes. He like has feathered hair, that's and you look awesome. at him, and you're like, "Man, you are a pretty boy, and that's weird." I think. Oh God, this one. Any questions? I didn't think so. No. Please leave your comments. Yeah, that one's oh, dark. Wow. That one's dark. We're gonna have to next week. I think we're done with Fred and Rose right now. We're done. We've had enough of these bitches. Next week, we're gonna lighten it up a little bit. Oh, I forgot to like the video. Yeah, share and like and all that happy shit. But uh, next week we are going to lighten it up. We are talking about Area 52. The, Ooh. the Dugway Proving Grounds. What the fuck is it? Is it where the U.S. keeps all their secret shit now that Area 51 is no longer a secret? Damn. Or is it just a bunch of bullshit? Yeah, we're up over 500 on that short now. Which one? The one you posted yesterday. No shit. Happy joy. On, or this morning. The YouTube short? Yeah. 
one you put up this morning. Well, how damn. Thank you, people. Yeah, I went on there and, just threw, like I said, I threw a shitload of hashtags on no, there. No, so I did it right before I went to work, but I couldn't go back because you have to put more yeah. in the description because you can't do the description from when you're uploading it. Uh, yeah, but next week we're doing Dugway Proving Ground, which has been called Area 52. We're going to dive pretty deep into that. Um, then maybe after that we talked about doing halfway through a fucking notebook again. we talked about doing vampires in america from that oh my god we're yes talk, please we're gonna do that uh i think 70 171 then i we'll, think we should fucking live react to that obviously we can't like put the fucking video up on screen but everybody anybody who watches regularly or who wants to watch this that podcast or listen to it Hit me up on my Insta on the Instagram DMs and let me know if you got fucking on demand or Discovery Plus because we will live react to it. Yes, or maybe it, do it on Patreon. It'll be interesting. I don't know because that shit's hilarious. But we are going to go ahead and get out of here. That's what we got coming up for next week is Area Fifty Two Dugway Proving Ground, which is fascinating. I mean, it's I've been doing a little bit of research on it. I'm kind of skeptical. I think people are making up a little bit much to do about nothing, but there's no doubt the U.S. government is doing some weird shit. Now, is it aliens? That's the question. I mean, that's a given no matter what we're yes. talking about. Uh, so that'll be interesting. You definitely want to stick around for or come back for that. I believe, hopefully, we'll be back on Tuesday, or uh, not Tuesday, uh, Sunday's episode, right? We'll do, we're back on Sunday schedule. Uh, I If we do it late, I got to work a late shift, so. Or Sunday. What time you get? Oh, nine ish. You don't get off. Nah, I mean, it'd be before that, but like, we probably wouldn't be able to do this until at least eight. Maybe we'll be doing Monday again. Maybe. We'll see. Follow us on all the social media. That'll all, that should all settle down here soon, though. Well, here's the best way go to Ghost of the Night. Look, stuff. Or go to, yeah, Ghost of the Night on Facebook. Uh, at night underscore ghost on Twitter or at ghost underscore night underscore podcast on Instagram. That is the best way to keep, we'll keep everybody up to date on specifically when, Instagram. We will by keep, far the fastest method of getting a hold of us. Yes, we will keep everything. We put, post all the updates of when we go live with schedules. Sometimes we can't keep it to a common schedule. I know with the Super Bowl this weekend, I wasn't doing the shit on Sunday. And then, he had to do his Valentine's Day shit on Monday. Goddamn right. Fuck. Fucking young love. Sucks balls. Hopefully, literally. All right. We are out of here. Thanks for uh, joining us. Oh, I almost forgot. Don't forget. Patreon.com slash GITM podcast if you want some bonus material. And hopefully once things calm down, we will get to get back to doing a few more yeah, extra bo- some, a few extra bonus content or bonus episodes for those lovely Patreon subscribers. So I guess until next, probably Monday, we will see you guys. Be sure to subscribe to it and give us a like on the face or on the YouTube page and TikTok. Go to TikTok. Give us likes everywhere. Just fucking like everything. We're on everything. We're even on a fucking a, a social media app that's strictly for the paranormal. Yes. We are on Parapost. If you have Parapost, we're on there. Yes. And we're on Getter. The fuck is that? It's another Twitter type. Oh, yeah. We've yeah. talked about that. I, one. I, I don't have it on my phone, but. I just 
I, actually, today I finally posted on it again. I hadn't done it in like two weeks. Hey, all I know is like we had last time I checked, we had like 125 views on our para post. And there's only like 600 and something members last time I checked. So that's pretty good numbers. I'll take that shit. That's what I'm saying. But be sure to like, subscribe, and most importantly, share. That is the biggest way we're going to grow. And don't forget, you can catch these if you're watching this or on YouTube or catching it live naturally. Go to your local or your favorite podcast podcast app and be sure to follow us or subscribe, whatever they let you do there. So whether it be Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Amazon, Podbean, Podbean, Podcast Addict, uh, Audible, a, a bunch of other yeah. fucking ones that I don't even know about. Be sure to rate, give us a five star and rate us there if you like us. If not, you don't have to. I don't care. But we love I you. care. We love you guys. Leave us a review on every, whatever you listened on. But if you listen, if you only listen to this on podcast, be sure to follow us or subscribe to the YouTube channel and join us live in the uh, chat room, even though it was a little, the chatters weren't as chatty tonight as they... Yeah, um, Tyler wasn't here, even though he said he was off. But definitely leave reviews on podcast listening apps. Those are important. Yes. That's what we really need. That's what we really need to help spread the word and spread the love on this late Valentine's Day special. And y'all, I mean, you, you get a shout out. Yeah, we shout out every pretty much every co- or every review at this point. Yes, good or bad. Every Patreon, every review, good or bad. Yeah. Bad generally gets a little spicy, but that's okay. And if you join Which us, Celtic on- mom has a Rose West thing going on. If you join us on the live stream, Bitch. we give we give shout outs to you guys on the live stream. So we will see you next Monday, most likely. But follow us on those social medias, and that is where we will update, let you know exactly when to join us for the live stream. Otherwise, it'll be out Monday, Tuesday on your podcast app. So we will see you next time. Take care, everybody. Say bye, Travis. Bye, Travis. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here.